Hello and welcome to Nintendo Pals Podcast, episode 169. Tonight, we answer your community-submitted questions and topics. What's the best game that's coming in 2027? If we could add a segment to our show, what would it be? Sphere bombs or cube bombs? And what new feature do we like most in Tears of the Kingdom? We're talking all of that and more. Well, greetings, fellow Nintendo Pals. My name is Andros, and I am one of the hosts of the Nintendo Pals podcast, the show all about Nintendo and friendship. And speaking of friendship, I'm joined by my best friend and co-host, Micah. Yep. And Micah, I gotta ask, how the heck are you? I'm doing pretty good. That's good to hear. It's always good to hear that you're doing pretty good. Um... I got a random question for you. If you could create a crossover game between Nintendo, like any Nintendo game, and another video game franchise from outside of Nintendo, which two franchises would you choose and why? That's a good one. It is a good one. I don't necessarily have a good answer, but I have an answer that came to mind quickly okay. which was a metroid and halo good that is a good answer i am gonna go with the classic animal crossing and doom right on yeah got it got it's gotta happen right i loved the isabel and doom guy memes those, those memes are so good i i basically want the last of us but it's doom guy and isabel uh, well, no, that isn't really The Last of Us, but but you know what I'm saying that that like father daughter main character dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I want. Uh, that that would be pretty good. Um, it would be fun to see uh Portal mixed with something. I I I do think the Portal series is very good. Would be a good mix for that with Nintendo. Mario? Mario and Portal? Pose? Yeah, I feel like the 3D Mario. Some fun platforming. Yeah. Mario's trapped in, in an aperture <laughs> run by Bowser. Oh man. Maybe uh, Bowser's a playable character. Yeah. There's been some cool crossovers. Like I I I thought that the uh diablo port to switch adding ganondorf as a playable character or yeah, armor set that's sick that's super cool i want more stuff like that mostly what i want to see is nintendo characters appearing in other games like fortnite give us a nintendo character in fortnite that'll bring me back it'll bring me back in to the to the fortnite fold at least for the for a week week that, that it's that it's out uh, well, speaking of, uh, for the week, um, you could leave us a five-star review 
<laughs> you can leave us a five-star review. And you know what that helps us do? It helps us to try to take over the world of Nintendo podcasts. Um, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, Audible, all those places that you leave five-star reviews. Hey, if you have left us a five-star review on a platform besides those and you want a shout-out, hit us up on our social medias. Make sure uh, to leave a comment uh, wherever you're listening so that we can see it. You can also send us an email. That's Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, listen, just, just hit us up. We'll, we'll, we want to give you a shout-out at the start of the show. We do it every week. We give a shout-out at the start of the first episode of the week. And thank you guys so much for listening and for leaving us those five-star reviews. I also, at the start here, want to shout out that we got a brand new patron over on Patreon, and that is Fedorable Will. Fedorable Will, if you don't know that name, then you're missing out on an amazing Twitch streamer and a family-friendly content creator that is just a, a super guy. So uh, thank you so much, Will, for for joining the Patreon, and uh, we will get you in to that Patreon pokey wrap as soon as possible, a.k.a. next week's episodes. <laughs> um, I already have it written. We just need to record it. It's, it's, it's good. It's good. Uh, and thanks to all of our wonderful patrons. Uh, and thank you so much for the support that you, you show us over there. We are planning to revamp the Patreon here pretty soon, I believe. Uh, and so stay tuned for that. Um, it, it may be a bit, but we're, we, we have works and plans to, to revamp that. Anywho, with that, let's jump into the first segment of our show. Oh, oh, I, I wanted to highlight here uh, a comment that we got from Ayla Bayo uh, on Spotify. This isn't really a question, so I'm, I'm just going to throw it here in the intro. Uh, it says that DJ Octario, G, DJ Octario is so hard, I gave up beating the first Splatoon. But I was going to say Octostamp from the first Splatoon. I remember... When you uh, uh, and and this is for I think most challenging boss or most fun boss. What was the question that this was in relation to? I don't even remember. But the the comment the part I wanted to respond to was I remember when you guys used to do everything in one episode, but three is perfect. <laughs> really appreciate that. Uh, and glad glad you like the new format. So speaking of new format, why don't we jump into the. First segment of this episode, let's talk what you making. All right. Um, Micah, first off, do you have anything you want to highlight that you've been working on? Nope. Well, Micah's been streaming with me. He's been helping me with some projects uh, by, by being present and streaming with me. Uh, for some Tears of the Kingdom build challenges, and we're going to do more of those. We uh, we have one more planned for the immediate future. Actually, two, right? We're just looking for a third for one of the ideas. Um, not sure when we're doing that. But we have we have ideas and, and plans. We'll probably do more of those streams just because they're fun, quick, and uh, we like to and play I even, games. I even started throwing a few of the rounds. Yeah, it's very kind of you. To... <laughs> Even things up a little bit. Balance out from the first time we did it where I absolutely threw. Oh, man. It was, it was a good time. We're, we're Yeah, very fun stuff. So that, so he does have things. He just doesn't want to talk about it because it's my thing. I just do you talk about it. Right. So. 
So I have video versions of that stuff all coming to my YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash Andros1. Um, but first, I will have a video dropping very soon titled, I Spent 100 Days in the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And it is a condensed synopsis of my experience playing the game for my three days straight stream that I did when the game first launched. It's been a killer thing to edit. It's so much, so much footage to to go through and so much voiceover and stuff to do. It's one of my biggest projects I've ever taken on and I am really excited for it to come out so that I can move on to other things. I am at the point in the editing where I'm just like, I am so done and ready for the next project. Uh, and, and I'm excited because these build competitions are much smaller, quicker turnaround type things. Hopefully we'll get those done faster. Uh, <laughs> says, I'm surprised Link doesn't age in this game with so much time flying in the game. You know what's interesting? is like so many people do age in Tears of the Kingdom. But yeah, Link looks exactly the same. But then there's like characters that have kids that didn't have kids in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, they're young adjacent kids still. Yeah. So it's it's like been it's a been like five years or something. I don't know if they ever say it, well Riju specifically looks much older. She does not look like a little kid anymore. But I, I, I'm going to guess it's like four or five years, right? Which, how old is Link? Isn't he like 18? He should look a little He's older. He's like 118. Right, actually. right. Perhaps it's the effects of, you know, being uh, <laughs> put into stasis in Breath of the Wild that he just doesn't age anymore. Is he going to live forever? Unless he dies at the end of this game. Um, yeah, which he might. I'm not going to spoil anything here. Uh, but actually, I am going to spoil something here. Micah, have you been to Hateno Village? Uh, technically, the answer is yes. Technically. Have you been to Link's house from Breath of the Wild? Yes. Okay, so can we talk, like, spoilers here for nothing? I, I, this isn't really <laughs> integral or important to the story, but I just found this funny. It's Zelda's house now. <laughs> yep. She Where does Link live? Yeah, yeah, she just, she just moves in. And, and I was like, are they living together? But no, that's, that's a twin-sized bed in that house. Link isn't living there because he sleeps on the floor. Or they share a twin size bed. I've done that with my Probably wife. Sleeps out front. It's my my wife and I have deep. have been in like staying at someone's house, and we've we've shared a twin size bed before. It is not comfortable to have two adults on a twin size bed. <laughs> uh, um, he he just stays outside. He just doesn't sleep. When is he slept for a hundred years? He's good. He's he's fine. Um, so you can you. You can build like you can. There's there's a new house mechanic in this game. You get a new house in this game. I just found it funny that Zelda just lives in his house now. That he just gave up his house to Zelda. Like, pretty good boyfriend. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Just gives you a house. 
gives you a house. Pretty good, pretty good deal. Not that they're dating. That's not even, that's not yeah, confirmed like, hmm. or, yeah, no, it's not. Listen, if you were expecting that in this game, don't. Just don't. <laughs> uh, but that's what, I've, that's what I've got in the works. Lots of Tears of the Kingdom projects in the works. Plus, we have other video projects that we have put on hold that will be coming still, uh, including Mario Bros. AI Invasion, Breath of the Wild on a Treadmill, and others. Poor Muggles move because I keep going, like, actually, can you work on this project? <laughs> so she's got half half projects finished. Uh that will that will that will get completed. We'll get to it. Well, with that, let's jump into the first segment of our show or the second segment of our show. Let's talk your community submitted questions and topics in the community corner. What is the best game that will come out in 2027? This is a question asked by the recurring question master, Presto. Listen, Presto, I don't know if we can keep this up. 2027 is four years from now. How are we supposed to be guessing what's coming out in four years? This one's easy, though. It's oh, okay. obviously Echo the Dolphin. The new uh, Echo the Dolphin game. Echo the Dolphin Returns? Re-echo? <laughs> uh okay okay uh i've already forgotten what i said for my answer for last week i think i one of these times i said smash bros ultimate deluxe it was just like a re-release of smash bros ultimate with new stuff i think let's see 2027 um I'm going to say we see a sequel to Pokemon Snap. I'll be down for that. Yeah, Pokemon, new Pokemon Snap 2. It's going to be a ways out, but it, they're not going to do what they did last time and wait 20-some-odd years for releasing a new game in that series. That's going to be my guess for 2027. I would like to see it sooner, but who knows? Pokemon's hard to predict because they have to release something every year according to their crazy I release mean, schedule. All you have to do is say Pokemon. Yeah, we'll be That's right. There will chance. be a Pokemon game in 2027, for sure. For sure. It will be the best. Who knows? Who knows? Next question from Presto. Uh... If you had to add one segment to your podcast, what would it be? You got an answer for this one, Megan? Bearing contest segment. That, no, that, that's terrible for a podcast. What, what do you mean? It's not as bad as a breath-holding contest. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, pretty on par. I guess we can talk while doing the staring, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it would be fun to have a guest-focused segment. It's just a segment. And what, what I mean by that is, like, 
like we have a guest on to talk about what that guest wants to talk about. And it's just for it's just for a segment, not something super long, like 10, 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh besides that, I'm trying to think of what other because I listen to a lot of podcasts and what other podcasts do that I would want to yoink. <laughs> uh and I can't really think of anything. There's a fun segment that the guys over at Nintendo Cartridge Society do called 433, where they do... Have you heard of the song 433? Nope. It's... I know this because I listen to so much of their episodes. Is uh, is time for 433 in 19... Oh, man. I should know the date. Uh, composer wrote piece called 433 where in a performer or group of performers do not play their instruments for four minutes and 33 seconds and for the purposes of their show their instruments are talking about nintendo thus they spend four minutes and 33 seconds not talking about nintendo thus fulfilling the contract of the piece and patrick and mark if you're listening out there i tried my best to do to to Give the delivery the exact way that Patrick does every single episode. They have so many good, like, through things that they say every episode. And it's like, it's like us with the yup, pretty good, and the trying to take over the world. Except they, they recite long pieces of dialogue, word for word perfect, every episode. Like, good grief. Those guys are talented. Um, that would be fun. Something like that. A Nintendo segment where we just talk about something random. Uh, but that's kind of Nintendo Pulse Plus, so, so, yeah, yeah, eh. Staring contest and special guest segment. And maybe it'd be fun to talk about, uh, speedrunning more and, and like oh, yeah. the That'd world, cool. the, that like news around that and the world of like cool Nintendo, like like a weekly Nintendo Feats segment. So we talk about something cool that happened in competitive or speed running or just cool clips. Um, think of, I guess, her daily dose of internet, like daily dose of gaming. So it's like highlights from the week of things that happened in the gaming space. That would be cool as well. Things I've considered. Thanks for the question, Presto. It's, it's fun to talk about that stuff. Um, Next question. Beer bombs or cube bombs? Cube bomb bombs are more fun. I think it's fun because it's so weird. <laughs> uh, but more useful spheres. So yeah. for the yeah, practicality sphere. Bombs. But there's something endearing and and nice about just a perfect cube yeah i mean it's kind of so you can set a bomb down and it won't roll away but you just get better at throwing the bombs and timing it without blowing yourself up but also blowing up the target before it rolls away and whatnot yeah who's got time to run over there and set a bomb down and then there should be square bomb flowers in tears of the kingdom you can get both 
Wouldn't that be angular as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Crazy. Like a football shaped bomb. It's like boom, boom, yeah, boom, boom, boom. exactly. You never know where it's gonna go. Actually, they do have square bombs. Now that I think about it, have you seen those? Don't think so. Some oh, of the enemies. Wait, no. Some of the enemies have them. Oh, that's they're, right. They're the, like those, uh, like the delay. Yeah, those are. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. We do have that. I mean, they do they've done every. They've thought of everything. Cube enough. Yeah. Uh, what's the best Nintendo mobile game? Mario Run. Magic Carp Jump. Oh, that is a classic. Still I technically I, I, have that downloaded. I think in all honesty, for me, though, like, it's probably got to be Pokemon Go, even though I don't... I, I tried. I started for, like, two days, played it, and then fell off. That's true. I mean, for some reason, I wasn't really considering Pokemon Go, but... That one probably kind of is the best mobile game. Mario Kart, Mario Kart Tour, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is also seems like that would be cool. So, honestly, the game I played the most out of any app that Nintendo developed is Pikmin Bloom, <laughs> which nice. is why I'm saying Pokemon Go because that's essentially that but with pokemon good question next question uh, from ayla bayo i would die to live on a street named jigglypuff and wait, 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 wait 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 we we missed oh. one there's another oh, piece of this first question a, wow what is this ayla we'll get to your question in just a second pitch your idea for a new nintendo mobile game oh this is easy for me hmm. nintendogs Oh, yeah, we've talked about that before. Right? Shouldn't Nintendogs be a, a mobile game? Like, it's just like a, basically, uh, did, did you ever have those little tom Tomodachi, like the little pet nope, thing? I never had one of those. I didn't either, but they were, that was what the cool kids had, right? It was like, oh, man, those are cool. But we could just have that in, like, mobile form with Nintendo dogs. Nintendogs plus cats. I feel what like I had an answer for this at some point. I think we've been asked something very similar, but I don't remember what that is anymore. Something Zelda-related would be cool, too. But I don't know what you would do with that. Do you? Do you have I got, I got nothing. Yeah. Maybe one of those... I'm going to do it with Yoshi, because Yoshi's cool. Maybe one of those, like, auto-battlers... But you can use like Zelda characters. You know what I'm, ta you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm or... thinking they just they do a Yoshi. It's really not even so much of a game, but it's just an app to help you run more. Yeah, something something akin to Wii Fit or uh, Ring Fit Adventure. Yeah, like a mobile game that integrated their healthy lifestyle type stuff that would be cool that would be cool and um I, i'll just say pitch pitch an idea for uh a, a good mobile game classic pokemon just just put classic pokemon on there classic pokemon it, it just uses <laughs> a d-pad 
A, B, and start. So like you could you could make that with touch controls, I think, pretty easily. Yeah. Touch controls are kind of the worst anyways, though. Right. Right. This is why I don't play mobile games. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, d- d- photo dojo. That was our answer last time. Oh, that is yeah. what we talked about last time. Photo dojo for sure. That's that's my final answer. Photo dojo. All right, let's move on to the next question. Back to the question from Ayla Bayo. Uh, I would die to live on a street named Jigglypuff. And I didn't think that Tears of the Kingdom would sell better than Scarlet Violet that fast. Yeah, for also, real. Yeah, that's crazy. That's actually also, insane. Can you explain what a raid is? I can't figure out what its purpose is. That is a great question because it's happened in uh, a previous episode and has ap- happened in several episodes in the past. Um, raids are things that happen on Twitch. So if if you're not familiar with the Twitch ecosystem, uh, when you are finished with a stream, you can choose to send a raid, which has all of your live viewers go to someone else that is currently live streaming. So uh, it's it's actually fantastic for meeting new people. Uh, we've met some really great people doing that, and we've also gotten some really great people raiding us. So they'll come... What what happens there is whoever was streaming basically channels their audience to watch us instead. Think of it like someone uh, that you're watch like you're watching a news program and then like like something on TV and then they change the channel to the next thing that they think that they recommend you check out. It's like that. It's all done kind of in the live format. I like it a lot. Um, and uh so we we yeah we always send raids on we try to always send raids on twitch if we have anybody watching it's just a nice thing to help out another creator get some more viewers and potentially some new fans next question from ayla asks uh do you like do you like crash bandicoot i for the most part do but it's also been like 18 years since I've played a Crash Bandicoot game. So. Uh, I honestly don't think I have ever played a Crash Bandicoot game. My whole experience with Crash Bandicoot is the marketing from the era where the guy wore the big Crash Bandicoot suit. Hey, plumber boy. <laughs> so scared. Um, and for that reason alone, I like Crash Bandicoot a lot. Fantastic, fantastic marketing <laughs> from that era, and just being silly and and memorable. But I didn't have a PlayStation, so I wasn't going to be playing Crash Bandicoot. I feel like he got kind of he got kind of like left hanging. He should have been he he should have been the Mario for PlayStation, and they just sort of just stopped using him. And like there's three games or something, and then yeah, like that's Naughty Dog. Yeah, Naughty Dog was like, yeah, but Uncharted. How about Uncharted though? So like, yeah, I guess people do like Uncharted. So I've heard. Yeah, but I feel like PlayStation ditched the cartoon mascot entirely to focus in on realism and very cinematic games, which is cool. But you didn't have to ditch. 
or Crash Bandicoot. He was he, they they kind of like uh what's the saying? Threw out the baby with the bathwater, you know? Like they they threw out the good while just trying to do something new and different. Like that. Yeah. Justice for Crash Bandicoot. They they, they did make a fourth game. Some somewhat recently. But how did it do? I don't know. I think it's it's very similar to the classic games, which it's, this is the problem with not iterating often enough, is that the, the, then you're kind of locked into what the game was, right? This yeah, is what happened. change it too much. Yeah, because if you change it too much, people get upset. Much, get upset, people get upset. Enough. Right. And it's it's something Mario and Zelda have been able to overcome by just being wildly different in throughout their iterations. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a good question though. Fun to reminisce. Next question. Jack MS Carboy asks, "Who is the most powerful character in the Mario universe, and why?" I don't know who is the most powerful. It's obviously the superstar. Just the superstar? The one yeah. that you grab to be invincible? Eyeballs. Obviously a character. Oh, okay. An invincibility character who also gifts his invincibility to others for a limited time. I want to say something like Rosalina. Didn't she like Rosalina was kind of my Didn't she like more real answer thought. reset the universe? <laughs> I don't recall that. Mario Galaxy at the end of the game, she like destroys an imploding black hole star that freaking Bowser doofusly made. And uh but that all that also kind of used the power of the Lumas. I don't know. And also she got kind of taken out by Bowser. Unable to fly her spaceship anymore, so maybe not. I don't know. I I, I yeah, I, this is this is a tough one because I feel like there should be like an easy answer to this. Like, oh yeah, clearly this person is the most powerful. Uh Bowser's pretty powerful. And Essentially invincible. He is unkillable, always comes back. The only time he's gotten close to dying, he's turned into Dry Bowser and then just gets revived. So it's like, he's just invincible. But so is Mario. Mario cannot be killed. Mario, Mario is uh, unbeatable. Yeah. My answer is going to be... is gonna be Bowser. <laughs> I'll just say Bowser. He's very powerful. Respectable. But yet he can't yet he can't win. All that power, but no no victory. Uh he, Jack also asks also did I just create a cheese critic segment? No. 
will never <laughs> be doing that ever again. We're not going to talk about cheese critiquing. Nope. <laughs> Glad I wasn't even here for that. For it's one and only time. Yeah, I mean, we could we could talk. We could do a cheese critic segment, but it would mostly be Micah being critical of cheese because Micah doesn't like cheese. Because it's gross. Not very good. But on the topic of food, we have a question here from Presto. It says, when are you going to eat Crispix? Now, this was a thing that happened in the Discord uh, and also on podcasts with uh, Presto's podcast, um, Maddie Beth, Purple Riolu, and the Gamer Girl podcast. Apparently, there's a cereal called Crispix, which is like checks, but they're hexagons instead of squares. I mean, I'm down to try it but i'm not gonna go out of my way to do that <laughs> i don't yeah, eat cereal I don't really, anymore i don't really have any plans to ever eat crispix if i'm being honest yeah i i don't eat cereal anymore actually we've we've we have cut cereal from our diet because we felt like it's just not good for you and <laughs> so, so we're not eating not eating cereal anymore which is crazy because it's been a staple of my life for my entire life until the last two years. Two years? It's not been two years. It's been like a year. Not even that. But we we we've stopped eating. Well, it's, I'm it pretty is, sure I ate cereal this last Christmas at your place. Right. That that cereal was the first time I'd had cereal in a couple months. Because we just don't buy it anymore. Uh, and then after that, we didn't have cereal for, for we haven't had cereal since then. Uh, I had some Wheaties that we received from visitors that were like, Hey, we have some Wheaties that we're not eating. You guys can have it. Okay, cool. Anywho, Crispix. Nah, probably not going to have it. I'll take y'all's word for it that it's good. Last question. Asked by Mute Dog, what new feature do you like the most on Tears of the Kingdom? I know taking my answer, you already know what it is. You can you can go first then, oh, so right I, so I can have some time to think of something. Uh, so when you open up a treasure chest, and it gives you a weapon or a shield that your inventory is already full of, it gives you the option to just drop one of your others to make space. So that's pretty nice. Um, yeah, that's that's like that. That's probably like the best quality of life improvement, I think. For that me, the recipe. For me, I do like the sort functionality, but we sort of had that. I thought we already had we, that. we already had that, but it was only by type. You only had the one sort. But in this game, you can sort by type, most used, and uh, attack power, which is really nice for getting those fuse items quickly. Beyond that, other quality of life changes have there been, like new feature type stuff. Um, they added I got even more Korok seeds, technically. I got so nothing. Consider that a feature. 
Yeah, I, I don't feel like I have like a good answer for this. Dude, I have Korok seeds. Like I'm thinking of like, I'm I'm not thinking of like mechanics, right? Because there's like new gameplay mechanics that I think are fantastic. Uh, but I'm I'm thinking of like the, the hero's path. You get to start with that. It's not really new. Kind of. New, but... You don't get to start with it though. You have to. Don't you have to unlock that? If you do, I unlocked it real early. Yeah, through I, upgrades. Uh... And um, uh, three portable teleport location things, which you have to upgrade to get. Medallion. Yeah, the travel medallion upgrade is is very nice. Uh, and I got my answer. It's stables. All like the redoing of stables, I think is is really great. You've got the uh, the pony po the pony point system. I think is really fun, and it encourages you to go to stables and to sleep at stables, which I never did in Breath of the Wild, except for like on occasion, right? Random occasions, yeah. like oh, I'll, maybe I'll get some extra hearts from doing this. But there's no reason to do that, and they added incentives for doing you. that. Yeah, but. You also could get healed from completing a shrine, from cooking and eating food that you I'm have. I'm going to cook and eat food. I ain't got the time for that. So I, I, I rarely slept in Breath of the Wild, but in this game, you earn points for that that give you rewards. I just like that extra system, uh, an incentive to, to not only go to every stable, but also to do stuff at the stable. That's my answer. And that is a wrap on this episode of Nintendo Pals. Except uh, for the real last question by Mutog. Oh. What new feature do you like the least? Oh, I didn't see that. There's two questions. What new feature do you like the least? I don't... I don't have anything I don't like. Do you have an answer for this? Of course I do. Okay. What is it? It's nothing. Because there is no new feature that I don't like. Yeah, I think I think lack of feature that that I would like to see is cosmetics. I would like to be able to wear the costume that I want and have the benefits and bonuses from a different costume. It's, I think it's called layered armor sets in most other games. Right? You can have your cosmetic layer and then your functionality layer. So that you can get the benefits of whatever armor set that you find that you're like, ooh, I like this set bonus of extra stealth or whatever. But Still looking good. Yeah, but still looking how I want the character to look. And that way you could like mix and match sets because there's honestly incentive to not do that like you want to get full matching sets to get the best bonuses and that's a bummer yeah we just gotta not care about those bonuses care all about the style yeah um there's also like a big emphasis on the cloth for the paraglider and i just wish there was more that you could do with those cloths Besides decorate the paraglider. Because it feels like there's a lot of 
cloths and a lot of cool designs, but you only, all you get to use it on is your paraglider. Yeah, you only get to use like one at a time. Yeah, yeah it's like just I, sit there. Yeah, it would be you. cool if you could, I don't know, like make a flag or decorate clothes with those patterns. Could you imagine? You could like upgrade your armor sets and and change their color based off patterns, not just their color. That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty lit. That'd be pretty cool. Well, those are our answers. Thanks for the question, Beat Dog. Micah, where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me on Twitch and YouTube at Micah Prime. You can find me at Andros1 on Twitch and YouTube and TikTok. Uh, huge thanks and shout out to Roger Pollard for the intro music we use for every episode. Please check out his stuff. Links to it. Links to his website are in the description of the episode. And huge thanks to our Patreon supporters. Again, thanks and shout out to Fedorable Will for joining the Patreon this week. We will close here with the Patreon shout out, the Patreon Pokey Rap. We gotta wrap some Patreon. You just do the scene. I'll take care of the hard part. Let's get it on. We want to be the best that ever was. And shout out our pals over on Patreon. LPD Rizzle, Retrologic Game, You Dog Gamer, Slim Tour, Spider Shed, Solo Something, Brian, and Little Miss Seven and Cosmic. Catch em, catch em, gotta catch em all. Gotta catch em all. Patreon. K-Mackatee, Third Strongest Moon, Tim the Nintendo Daddle and Seth Sturge with Monkey Thunder, Purple Viola, Dat Fast John and Bubba Plays 2. Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all! Yeah! Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all! Yeah! Gotta catch them all, Patreon! Let's get 150 or more, yeah, please, to be a Patreon donor is your destiny! Thank you all so much for listening, and we will talk to you next episode. Uh, bye-bye!